0: Hey there, I'm Kay Bess, and I play Persephone Brimstone in Agents of Mayhem. You're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast.
1: You are. That was... That was kind of awkward.
2: Hey guys, this is Kritzi Bahos, and I'm here with Sean on the Horribly Awkward Podcast.
1: He's not that awkward. This is Michael Ray Bauer. I'm a 90 star... But basically, I'm a star, and you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast, and it's actually pretty horribly awkward. Hey, this is Hannah Tell, the voice of Max in Life is Strange, and you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. It's so awkward. All right, here's the intro to the podcast. You ready? We got that 1%. You ready? Yes. You ready? Are you ready? We got, yes, we got yes. 1% of battery going. I got Willis here. Willis is all the way from Alaska. We're about We did a podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Yes, welcome to the podcast. I didn't know if I lost you. Yeah, he's got very limited time because <laughs> literally his battery is about to drop out right now, but he's from Alaska, so we talk a little bit about culture differences and we talk about some of our favorite streamers and, and voice actors, Dan yes. and, and uh and, Tal and all, that, all that cool shit, dude. Thank you for being on the podcast, Willis. Thank you for having me. Koyana. Koyana. Hey, Norma, give us a horribly awkward. Horribly <laughs> awkward. I can't even control myself. It's so horribly awkward. This is so awkward. (laughs) This is so awkward. This is horribly awkward. No one off. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. awkward. Sean, dude, you're horribly awkward. Sean, I know you think this is weird, but it's not as weird as you think it is, dude. Don't do that.
2: It's awkward. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Everybody, welcome to Horribly Awkward, episode 162. I'm Sean. As always, of course, I'm, I'm I'm the I'm the captain of the ship. If I wasn't here, the ship would sink because nobody would want to rebuild and nobody would want to sail it. So I'm obviously here every week. I'm Sean again. Again, if you don't know me, if you don't know me, I would say I, I apologize, but it's more like I, I'm glad. I'm glad you don't know me, but now you do. So. On today's episode of the podcast, I got a new friend all the way from Alaska, all the way from way over there in Alaska, kind of far away from the Area 51. He's, he's happy. He's staying away from the aliens. He's not part of this movement. He's not going to go running in, guns blazing, and, and come out with some new alien tech. Um, he, uh, I um, saw him recently on Twitter singing a song with Hannah Tell. I was like, dude, fuck yeah! Because you guys know Hannah Tell is a good friend of the podcast. (laughs) She's awesome. And he was singing a song with her at a convention I believe. Uh, We'll we'll get all to that right now. Everybody welcome Willis Payne! The fourth.
2: Yay! The fourth. That was the most important part. (laughs) The
1: fourth. May the fourth be with you, bro.
2: Yeah. Actually, you're the first one to say that one now. Oh, I got it. What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, enjoying a a
1: gloomy Saturday with a very upbeat person, so there's nothing better than that. Oh, dude, I appreciate that. I wasn't really feeling so upbeat until I got on the podcast. Sometimes I can mask my actual feelings, and we get on the podcast and just fake it.
2: Well, fake it to make us sometimes is necessary.
1: Yeah, yeah. I got hit with a big uh, dentist bill lately. I was like... I had some money saved up, and it's one of those things when you get ahead in life and life goes, Whoa, pump your brakes, dude. You can't get that far ahead. And you're like, Oh, no, <laughs> you just get, it's like getting kicked in the mouth. Really? I mean, yeah, I'm looking at like four grand that I need to pay cash, and I'm not happy about it. That's a big bill. Holy crap. How yeah. You- yeah I don't have any words for you man so I'm trying to feel uplifted through this podcast, so what's up, dude? Let's get uplifted Hmm. Right. Hmm. I got some uh I got some Gatorade power right here staying hydrated oh well, you're not staying hydrated you're trying to prevent
2: cramps if you're going to Gatorade
1: <laughs> uh, Cramps give you Gatorade
2: gives you cramps well, it keeps you from getting cramps.
1: Oh, because of the is?
2: potassium. Yeah, yeah. That's why the athletes drink it so they, when they get dehydrated,
1: they won't cramp. Well, oh, shit, dude. We're learning science on the podcast today. I thought it just kept you extra hydrated for extra long. I just tastes a little better than water. <laughs> this is a hell of a, I, I'm not a fan of water, but I drink a lot of it, man. So, dude, it's, uh, se- it's 70% of us we have to. Yeah, that's fucking true, man. So, I mean, big Life is Strange fan you are, as well as I, right? I can see yes. you got you got, uh, you got some merch in the background. Is that a poster? Oh, yes. This is from Diane Hutton. I follow her Twitch stream. Oh, Diane. Yeah, she's been on the podcast. And this is
2: actually her merch right here, too. Is it's that her? Called, it, yeah, it's her. I don't know if you can see on the back, upside down. But it, she's called the Alpacette Community. She's obsessed with alpacas
1: and cats. So, alpacats. That's pretty cool. I was going to ask you. That's a pretty cool looking shirt, man. I didn't know. Yeah. I haven't watched Diane uh, stream for like a while man so it's been it's been a while. They were she
2: was the first Twitch streamer. I never heard of Twitch until I followed her YouTube channel and then I I kept thinking what the heck is Twitch and cuz she kept advertising on her uh, description so I finally signed up for Twitch and saw it was free so I thought okay what the heck why not.
1: Mm-hmm. So you're a gamer and you didn't know what Twitch is? Twitch is originally? I was Oh. What's going on here, man? What's what's really going on? It's
2: Alaska, where we all is behind.
1: It was like eight, including
2: in time. <laughs> yeah, this actually where I live right now. It's a place called Gnome, Alaska. If you heard of the movie The Fourth Kind or Balto, um, those those are known places. But have you heard of the Iditarod?
1: Yes, that's,
2: that's that crazy. This is the race, finish right? line. Yes, this is the finish line. For a Diderot is in Nome. It's also a halfway point for a, uh, a really long snow machine race called the Iron Dog. And it's kind of the same, it's the same trail, but then there's one other half to it that's longer than that Diderot trail. So, like, this is a good spot for a lot of things. But you can't drive to Nome,
1: you can only fly in. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's, that's different, man. That's interesting. So, what's your population out there? <laughs> Uh, about 4,000. 4,000? That's it? Yeah, but
2: for this small area, it feels like a lot, though, because we don't have a road system that goes here. Now, Alaska has a road system, of course, but this part of Alaska where I'm at does not.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm looking at pictures, man. This is definitely where horror, horror movies start. (laughs) You <laughs> find this Larry right here, and you're like, "What's going on?" There's like, you know, there's a there's a, a 30 days of night out there, huh? Is that taking? Yeah, we got
2: our time? we got our own uh, little lores and beliefs up here that's been passed on for generations. One of them is called they they call it Ishigaks. It's a little green monster that runs around here.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, that's cool, man. I mean, see from where you live and where I live, I live in the middle of California. Um, I'm in Fresno, and I, I, then I live in the middle of nowhere yeah it's like we live two completely (laughs) different lives but what the interesting thing i find about it is we're connected to through the same people kind of you know like you know Hannah, tell dan streaming video games it's like we could be completely different and still be connected in a way like i hop on here and that's like i instantly know you a little bit yeah you know what's strange is
2: is what you just said is true um how instantly you could feel connected to someone through some kind of a common denominator, so to say. Uh, I went to TwitchCon. That was my first gaming convention ever. We get, we get some in Alaska, but not like the big ones like you s- here in the States. We call you guys the lower 48, you know. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, TwitchCon is the first one last year in San Jose, California. And that's where I met Day, her boyfriend, Tony, and Katie Bentz. I met her, too.
1: Oh, I know Katie as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I uh, yeah, I had my own adventures with them last year, meeting them, and I, I guess I mark a lot of things cool just being from Alaska. But when I was waiting in line to get into TwitchCon, it took four hours just to get in, waiting outside, because they only had one entrance open, so that's mm-hmm. why it took over four hours to get in and uh while waiting in line I was just talking to people online in in the past time and cell service is so crappy because there's over 30,000 people in one area for this convention and so we're just talking and there's people from the UK and like different parts of Asia and the Bay Area too in California and Oregon and Washington I'm like oh this is cool this People from everywhere. And then I I stood up and said, hey, I'm from Alaska. And they all stopped and looked at me (laughs) like I'm the alien. (laughs) Uh, Dude, you
1: are the alien to to us. I mean, I grew grew up in San Jose. Actually, I was born in San Jose. Um, Oh, dude. I I was in your hometown. Yeah, I I lived there. Where, Where about was it in San Jose? Probably downtown convention center?
2: Yes. The McHenry, I don't know how you say it. McHenry
1: yeah it's been a while but yeah I've um yeah grew up there that's like i just my stayed at town. stayed at trusty old motel 6 there <laughs> oh
2: shady old motel 6 man <laughs> i i i never felt the actual vibe of getting stabbed until i stayed at motel 6 <laughs> which that you know i because it's a small town where i live you know and everyone knows each other and even if kind of things go down the gutter it's just a small town vibe but when i went outside my element that's the first time I actually felt like I was gonna
1: get stabbed. Oh yeah, you'll get stabbed by some guy you'll never ever hear hear of again. You just, <laughs> stab you, tap, 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 run away, and you'll just be you'll just be bleeding, man. And That guy will never like nobody knows that guy. He's just a tweaker, you know. Yeah, you know the
2: the thing is, I think it's because unfortunately I don't look like someone to stab because I mean I don't want to press my luck, but. I'm not a small dude. I'm six foot, you know, I'm over 200 pounds. So that's not someone easily, you could just run up and just shank, you know, I think it's because of that. I haven't been static. Cause a lot of my friends that been to the States that are smaller than me. They all had some kind of encounter like that. Whereas I'm like, I'm <laughs> yeah. kind of like, where's mine.
1: But at the same time, I'm glad I'm not because I'd rather not. I, was, I thought you were going to say like, yeah, you know, all my friends are a little shorter. They've all been stabbed a couple times. You know, <laughs> it's just the way it goes. <laughs> if you're under 5'8", you get stabbed. That's, that's how we do it. <laughs> it's a height requirement. <laughs> it's a height requirement. Must be under 5'8 to get stabbed in this town. Well, yeah. lucky me. Yeah, so I'm I'm like three hours south of there. And we're in the valley where it's shitty now and it's, ugh, it's it's nasty.
2: It's funny you said the valley because my dad's father, um, Willis Pate II, um, my family bloodline is, uh, my father's side is from California and my dad was technically born in California when he was a baby. Okay. So I actually got some unknown relatives there that I've yet to meet. I met some of them, but it was in Vegas, not in Cali. So, Yeah.
1: The weird thing I feel, and this is speaking from my personal experience with family, I feel like family is less oriented now. Like people getting to know family members they don't know. I, I, I feel like it's like people don't give a shit about that anymore. I don't know if you feel that too, but it feels like back in the day, they would do anything to get to their family and meet new family members. And now I feel like you don't have anything in common. And I'm not talking about your experience. I would just, just a shit in my head. I feel like that's less common nowadays. Like people want to meet family they're not, they haven't grew up with. It just seems different. Well,
2: back then, I think the mindset too was um, uh, things were like tougher back then too. People Mm -hmm. had a more like kind of a stubborn mindset, it seems. Um, Because when I look at my dad's generation and I look at the relationship between him and his siblings, it's it's rougher than what mine is and i think i think at times mine is rough but when i hear my dad's stories when he was growing up as a kid and some of my dad's friends too you know being it's a small town hearing their stories i'm like man i just i can't compare to what the stuff that they've done
1: oh yeah i mean it was all about survival you know. uh, yeah that Go survival mentality ago, yeah. and especially like um our grandparents time that was
2: around vietnam so in my grandfather i believe yeah he was in vietnam so different like color of life and experiences right there so i didn't have that experience so i can't say
1: when i look back on it to me i get like two ways of looking at it like back let's say go back 100 years ago let's say 150 years ago go it's like i feel like people were more about survival and hunting growing their own food and um and it's just, it's just like you, you just find something you're good at and then everybody comes to you to, to do that one thing and you just keep going and you, you know, then your family takes that over. And now it's like everything's scrambled, right? Everything's like uh, go to college, go do this, try to find something you like go to college, do a bunch of shit that you may not be interested in, try to find a job, any job. And then you're at a point where everyone's stressed out, running around, trying to keep up with the bills like back then it was slower, people just hung out, you took care of your family, you were close, you know, you stuck up, stuck up for your family. It's way different, man. Your
2: perspective of things to get done was within your actual eyesight, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Now that definition has broadened because, you know, technology. I mean, at the same time it's good, but I actually agree with that too. The it's like um there's a lot more you take on than you can handle these days compared to what it was back then.
1: Yeah, with the internet too, you're seeing all this shit happening. Your friends are doing all yeah, of this. You, on yeah, the You see of the a globe. merch. Yeah.
2: You see a merch. And you're like, oh, I gotta have that. Gotta and you look at it. your bank account. Oh man, go to a credit card. Get a credit card approval. And you get a credit card, and then you're in debt.
1: And it's like, oh, <laughs> I need it. Yeah, I need, I need shit now, right? The the need and want has uh, changed. Go back over fifty years ago when there was no. No internet, no cameras, no video cameras, no movies and shit. Shit that was happening thirty miles down the road. You had no idea what it was. It didn't matter because you wouldn't see it ever. It just like what, it, like you were saying, what's in your eyesight. That's that's an interesting way to look at it.
2: No, it's true, and I actually yeah. just yeah, I just saw it that way for some reason with how you explained it. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, dude, it's completely different, man. I mean, I, I'm happy to live now. I love technology. I love doing podcasts. I love just connecting with you right now. You're in Alaska. We're having a conversation in real time. It's, it's neat. And then we <laughs> right, put it out, and whoever in the world wants to listen to it can listen to it. It's, it's interesting.
2: Right. Whereas back, say, in the 60s or so, this would be a radio interview.
1: Yeah. Hey, so what you saying? Say it, huh? Yeah, yeah, we'd have the really high cadence
2: kind of sound because of the microphones back then. <laughs> we'd sound like we're like we're commercial adding on each other yeah. <laughs> as we so talk. so
1: Willis, how you doing, Willis? Ah, if you fuck around, you'd be sleeping with you'd be sleeping with the fishes, see?
2: Yeah. Well, that's more
1: we'd, like '50s, right? That's more. Yeah, that's ten years <laughs> sooner, right there. But uh, we'd
2: we'd sound like Autolite brand spark plug uh, ads or something. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's time man i it's like i love technology now but I, i often fantasize about a simpler life and what that would be you know when i watch movies that revolve in small towns i fucking love it man it just gives me good feelings and i've never i've never been in a small town i went from san jose to fresno they're both huge man millions of people and i just always dream about what would it be like to like know everybody you know then, then it would be different too, right? You get in a relationship, shit goes wrong. Everybody knows about everything that happened in your relationship. You try to find a new relationship. They don't want you because they heard of all the shit you are in your last relationship. I, I think of that stuff too. Right? <laughs> you know, it, it. the thing is it
2: happens a lot quicker. Because things were slower back then, people were more determined for something. Mm-hmm. If I, I don't know, let's say, okay, Elvis Presley um, back in the 50s when he was just releasing himself to the world what it took for people to dying to know this guy to meet him in person and but just how long it took to do that you know um and the appreciation for that compared to now it's like well you just look on instagram and twitter it's like oh um but just that that gratification is much different than what it was because yeah. it's like it's like when you it's like when you meet someone, there's a sense of relief, but it's how quick you get that relief, depending on how badly you want to meet the person.
1: Yeah, now you just pop on YouTube, and watch videos. You, know, you don't <laughs> yeah. need to go meet anybody, right? I mean, sh- I feel like live concerts are less important nowadays. But we're this is becoming a a, heavy, a savvy, heavy introvert world. Yeah, yeah, I'm very introverted. This podcast is one of my very many few are few actually very few loopholes to that mm. but other than that man i'll just stay home play video games watch movies you know yeah i
2: that that was me my whole life um play games i've I played basketball so i had some kind of sport action there um i did some wrestling i wasn't good at wrestling but i was good at basketball
1: oh dude basketball's fun i used, we used to do these late night games back in 2000, we'd go to this park at night, and dude, we'd fucking be sweating and, and having fun, you know, trying not to get too serious till someone fucking trips and blame, and you know, then then things get crazy. But dude, it, it's fun to do stuff like that. I never played, I did soccer when I was younger, but that's because I was for, forced to do it. But other than that, I've never done anything competitively that I was competing <laughs> to do. Was-
2: yeah, I've actually played like just kind of, I don't know what you guys call it down there, but like just casual open gym type things like we call it rat ball Mm -hmm. as a term and i did that in vegas when i was beating one of uh my relatives i never met and i actually got relatives that are part black you know i was like oh that's cool i didn't know i had black cousins and uh playing basketball with them outdoors and it's like a culture here to play basketball here in alaska the whole state of alaska not just where i'm at it's it's a part of the culture just just is so mm-hmm. a lot of people are pretty good at basketball here and we're competitive with it but um for me i've never been much of a trash talker you know i've always taken people talking trash at me and but the amount of trash talking versus what you can actually back up was different what i experienced going to vegas because we we're playing the you know, the game 21 and i'd get so close to winning but uh, out of pity i'd bomb the last shot just so they won't lose my <laughs> skunking and uh just the amount of crap that they're talking to me i'm like dude just back up what you say i'm actually getting tired of hearing that but that for me it, it's it's part i think it's just part of a cultural difference coming from a small town alaska to a big city especially sin city
1: oh fuck man uh <laughs> vegas yeah i got I got friends in Vegas. I have a friend. My friend Jesus is from Vegas, and I've been to Vegas twice, and it's it's like living in a different time zone, right? I mean, just it's just like the whole your your whole world shuts down. You're in this. It's just this is the place you're in, and it's going to be chaos. There's going to be people handing you porn pamphlets it's gonna be sex workers dude that, walking that, all over that the shocked, place. it's just weird man it's
2: that so shocked weird. me because i talked to friends that went to vegas all throughout like the 90s and early 2000s and i'm imagining their experience when i went there the first time back in 2013 and what you just described you know, this is all guys and girls handing out these prostitute cards and like like it's at every corner and you look at the streets like all the ground it's just covered with it just layered i'm like whoa yeah nobody wants to carry those
1: things uh yeah well there's internet internet these days there's no need for that yeah i mean why i mean it's 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 weird man vegas is crazy it's it's weird oh it is I see why it's called Sin
2: City. It's pretty at night. I don't really care for it, like the look of it during the day, you know. But at night, it's pretty looking at the Strip.
1: Oh well, how many cities are pretty during the day? I mean, you go anywhere, right? You go to New York, (laughs) it's like shit during the day. You go at night, it looks awesome. Yeah, all the light shows, especially like if you're on a plane flying over it. Yeah, I flew into. Did I fly into Vegas? When I when I was flying to Texas, I believe I had to go up to Vegas and then over to Texas. And it was just an in and out thing, but I remember flying in and just the lights look cool coming through the plane, but I didn't get to stay. I was just in, out, boom, which is good. Probably for the better. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> it's fun though. I'd like to go. I haven't been back in a, I haven't been over there in a long time. I, I'd really like to go and just, you know, go hang out, I guess. I don't know. I'm not much much into the let's get fucked up, let's get super drunk. Yeah, you know that's 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 me too,
2: actually. Um, The like one only time I got like really shit faced badly was fresh out of high school. It was just after graduation, not graduation party. I was not one of the cool kids to go to one of those, so I did my own thing with my own little friends. And like a weekend or so just after that, uh, a friend of mine, him and I, got drunk together and i lost track after like 13 shots i'm like whoa when i think back to it but the next day experiencing my first and only hangover i thought how do people do this every weekend or even some people every day for that matter and
1: and you know it's i just couldn't do it you gotta drink lots of water man you gotta drink it we gotta drink a whole glass of water <laughs> per every drink and you can, you can yes <laughs> yes i didn't know that though i didn't know that though because when i was hungover
2: uh I decided when I went home, I called in sick on my Friday at work, too. They bought it with a stomachache. So I got home, which it's funny. I tried to fool my dad that I just had a stomachache. But, you know, he he partied all his life. He knows <laughs> he, knew, he knew I was hung over. He just shook his head and looked at me. But um, I was hungry. So I decided to eat pancakes. And like 30 seconds after I started eating, I just ran to the toilet and started throwing up. Yeah. And I'm like, what's wrong
1: with me? My dad's like, just drink water. Don't eat anything. <laughs> yeah, I think it ain't, Yeah, dude. That's no fun, man. I, I do. mm-hmm. I've done it a couple. I've done it like a couple times in the past couple years, but I don't know. I'm not a big drinker. I'll drink. I'll drink. I'm fine with that, but I don't like getting hammered and just losing Right. I,
2: I shit. now what I do is a social drink, and I'll have just a beer or two at the most, and that's it. And Anything after that, they say, you want more? I was like, nah, I just, I, I, I always say I could be drunk without drinking anyway. You could be hyper and obnoxious without the alcohol. That's yeah. what I always say. <laughs> you can't be around the right people. Sure, the filters will just disappear and yeah, you'll look drunk, but you don't have to be.
1: Yeah, that you know, that's where you say that. There's like many versions of ourselves, right? There's the I'm around parents version. There's the I'm around my best friends version. There's around I'm around the people. I ca- oh, it. someone's going to come come Wait, hold in. on.
2: What? Uh, mini tacos, to Yeah, to eat. That was my that was my little brother. Lots oh, he- of tacos. <laughs> yeah, tacos. Yeah, he he does commercial fishing, so he just got into town today.
1: Yeah. Oh, so how long does he go out for? it depends uh, sometimes
2: he's gone for a week sometimes he's gone for a month or so at a time it, wow. i guess it depends on what they get in the nets
1: out there in and in, in the bering sea yeah i mean that's that's good money isn't it to go out there and just yeah
2: as long as you wow. got a good season yes last last year yeah they, they were making bank they had a good crabbing season last year so yeah
1: damn you guys eat a lot of seafood out there
2: yeah what's nice about here what i don't think about because i live here but when I go to other states i I don't think about this till I travel to another place. but the amount of like seafoods I can get here just right out there in the ocean because Nome is a coastal town so it's along the ocean mm-hmm. and so it's right there. you can go out there or just go in the river and get salmon or trout right there or go crabbing. People have their own crab crab nets that they you know they go out into the ice because in the wintertime the ocean freezes out here. Thick enough to we could drive a truck on there without falling through. Out in the ocean, Jeez. so people go out there, dr- drill a hole, and put their own cabinets there, and get their own fresh crabs, and then they just boil it right there and eat it.
1: So I'm looking at I'm looking at pictures of uh, of Nome, Alaska. And You'll I, probably see gold dredges like everywhere. It just seems like a. It's so tiny. It's like right here. I could see all the houses. <laughs> if you put your arm out the window, maybe I can catch it. Like
2: go ahead on um, google <laughs> google alert
1: i'm okay <laughs> he's look for the one middle finger in the air no <laughs> hey up, yeah dude that's it's so different man it's you got i don't eat that much seafood i mean i don't live right by the coast and our seafood isn't fresh you know like that you guys probably get a lot of good fresh seafood we do actually, yeah, um, and people get it
2: themselves because the things are so expensive here. It's for some people, it's cheaper to go hunting than it is, or fishing than to go buy stuff at the store. Especially people in the villages here now, nearby here. You think this is small? This is a city compared to the villages, the sixteen neighboring villages, which has anywhere from fifty to two hundred people, and yeah, so like. It's still like a substance lifestyle in certain parts of Alaska, and uh, it's it's that's why for me it's a culture shock to go to the states. You know, it's like whoa, you so be on an actual road system. So
1: I'm trying <laughs> to look at pictures here. I mean, what kind of stores do you guys got out there? I mean, you you don't have a lot of stores, right? No, we we used to have three. We're down to two. Uh, we actually have a Safeway here. It's very
2: small. It's um. We don't get all the same deals though, because because every because we don't have a road system, um, shipping freight costs more. Everything's barged mm-hmm. in or cargoed in, so everything costs a lot more here. Um, so we got another store called AC. It's called Alaska Commercial Company. It's a Canadian, actually, it's a Canadian-owned store. Funny enough, um, but it's like the store everyone goes to. It's like our, uh, it's like our Costco, our little Costco up here.
1: So I mean, you you guys definitely don't have a GameStop or a Best Buy.
2: <laughs> Not this part in South Central and Interior Alaska. Yes, we got all the malls and Walmart and Taco Bells and all that. How far that, is that? That <laughs> I guess this goes to show how big Alaska is. So from Nome to Anchorage, Anchorage is the main city that you fly into because that's our international airport. Okay. That's um, uh, over a thousand miles away.
1: Oh my God. And you're still in the same
2: state, yeah. Wow. But that was an agenda. The... I went to Oregon. I have a friend that lives in Oregon, Alaska. He lives in Oregon now. But he took me up and down the I-5 to Washington, to northern part of California for a bunch of day trips. And, and I was shocked in that short amount of time of driving. I'm like, I'm in another state just like that, you know.
1: Dude, that's crazy. Because I'm like, I'm, where, where I'm living right here, I think I got like seven Walmarts I can get to if I go – I think the furthest one is maybe twenty minutes. So I can get to seven different WalMarts right here, and like <laughs> within once, like three minutes away, and the furthest one I'd say is like twenty, twenty-five minutes away. And there's probably like, man, I'm just I'm so used to everything being right here, you know. I mean, when you buy I do. You have to send for it. <laughs> you got to. Right, I. It. <laughs> yeah,
2: so I do miss being on the road system. I used to live on south central part of Alaska for almost ten years after high school. Um. I moved back home because of like to get scholarship benefits, uh, being an, a local citizen again and for college. And college actually didn't work out because, you know, you keep trying things, you find out, that, oh, that's not what I want to do. So I bumped into one of those. So I opt out of college and just trying to figure out what to do next. But I've held a full time job for like over two years now. So I'm not like struggling.
1: Yeah. Let's see, dude. Let me take a picture of your shirt. We'll send this to Dan. Dan. Yeah, to represent. That's cool, man. Yeah, um, uh, this is
2: uh, you no, know, this is a cool experience. I, oh, you know, I actually got stoked when I saw your comment on my post. And that I don't get much action with any of my social media. That was the first time I actually had to turn off my notification because I got like over. 2300 views on that one video and I as i actually talked to hannah about that in person it was like whew. i was like how do you do that and they said oh we turn off notification i'm like oh such an ingenious idea
1: yeah hannah will post something <laughs> on instagram and she gets like she gets just people like you'll you'll look at it be like three minutes she posted it and she gets just a ton of fucking likes and i couldn't i couldn't imagine i don't get it like that man it's a that must be it must be fun and kind of overwhelming because you you can't keep up with everything. People want to chat and say stuff and you can follow everything, which kind of sucks. <laughs> yes, every
2: 30 seconds I had a notification. I'm like, alright, this is has to stop.
1: Excuse me. Uh, how was meeting up with, with Hannah though? I saw you guys singing a song. It was one of her songs, right? Uh no, we did the
2: anthem song to uh um life is strange we did obstacles
1: that's it yeah
2: so that was great i did actually did sing in one of her songs though it wasn't really planned i'll say this i was learning because i have her album and i was learning because she don't have uh a tablature or a chord sheet online so i'm learning it by ear some of her songs when i met up with her i thought this will be the chance to ask her you know and i asked her
1: Oh hell yeah! Oh, let's get the nervous. lead. Let's get the lead up. You're like, okay, Hannah Tell, awesome man, I love her. She's a fucking, one of the sweetest people in the world. I'm gonna fly out to the to California. I'm gonna meet up with her, and I'm gonna play a song. So I better practice. Are you practicing? Is that is, what's going on, man? Te- lead me into the story, man. I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. To, I guess to
2: have a pre-story is I've been wanting to meet Hannah since. 2017 because that's when i actually started looking up the casting of life is strange Mm -hmm. and she was the first i wanted to meet you know but i didn't get to meet her till this year and 2018 went to twitchcon met the streamers i wanted to i thought oh, bummed i didn't get to meet hannah maybe 2019 and 2019 rolls around halfway through the year i'm like nothing you know i'm like okay maybe 2020 and just as i was giving in um she posted on her insta story saying come hang out with me at salt lake city gaming con i'm like is this legit (laughs) so i decided to google it i'm like all right this is a legit thing and two days later i got the time off approved from my boss i got the tickets paid for a month in advance so i can reserve my spot and i didn't think it would happen like that it was just such spur of the moment but i went for it because it was kind of like a now or never mentality and I got there. I, I show up to Salt Lake City. I had to fly overnight because the cheaper flights, unfortunately, are red eyes. I don't know if you experienced that red eye flights.
1: No, I've never done. i never done overnight flying. Flying. Oh, it's it sucks. It sucks. You
2: can't <laughs> sleep. I try and sleep. I you can't. I think for me though, I just get excited to go somewhere. I don't think asleep. I'm just on adrenaline the whole time. Yeah. But uh, I show up eight o'clock in the morning at uh, in Salt Lake City, Utah, and. Gosh, it's hotter than hell there. I, 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 I guess I pictured Utah as part of like mountains, snowy mountains and stuff, but it was the part I was at was a desert, and I was I had to wear all freaking black of all things, well, all what, black clothing. What kind of weather
1: are you coming from? What is your like normal average temperature?
2: Uh in the summer it's anywhere from sixty to eighty. You know, oh, okay. in that. Uh, which, oddly enough, this year, though, was hot for us. We actually got to a 90s a few times. And because of that, we're having a fire season in Alaska because of that. But uh, wintertime is the one everyone always asks about. It goes anywhere from negative uh, 20 to negative 60 below. Uh, so it gets pretty cold here. Wow. So when I go to hot places like this, I'm like, oh, i just instantly sweating, you know. Yeah. Fresno, we're like but anyway, 100,
1: 100, and, 100 to 110 during the summer.
2: Yeah, that it reminds me of my trip to Arizona. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're very similar to Arizona. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I showed up to Utah. I tired as hell, excited to go to my hotel. I showed up. They said, Sorry, you can't check until two. I'm like, Really? You're really tired? I had to go buy time, so I left some of my stuff there with them, you know. And I walked around. I decided to walk and not drive around and get a ride cause just to save money. But it was hot. And and went out to go eat at Denny's and found a guitar store for me. Guitar stores are my candy store. Stopped out of Target to get some water. I'm like, all right, head back. You know, Take a shower, sweating like a pig. And I showed up to – took an Uber ride to – the Salt Palace is what it's called, where the convention was at, the Salt Palace. Because the entrance is like a giant salt shaker, which is actually pretty cool.
0: Hmm.
2: I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that until someone mentioned it when I showed up. And was like, yeah, enjoy the salt shaker. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> the Salt Palace. <laughs> I'm looking this up. Yeah, the Salt Palace Convention Center. The entrance part looks like a kind of like a salt shaker. Uh, but see. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I leave. I just yeah, I'd have my guitar with me. so i I just leave the Uber driver, close the door, thanked him for the ride. And I'm just thinking in my head, the last convention I went to take me six hours to find the people I wanted to cause all the people there. How long was it gonna take for me to find Hannah? As soon as that thought just finished processing in my head, and I closed the door, took my first step from the ride, Hannah walks right past by me right there
1: oh man that that's surreal though right it's weird to see people in it's, person, shocking. Right? <laughs> it's shocking it's
2: shocking because like you admire someone for so long and you're like when are we going to meet them you go through the angsty thoughts and she walks right past by me. of course she doesn't really know who what i look like you know because our only interaction before this was fan mail a year ago and i don't know if she actually went through my instagram so it, obviously she didn't know what it looked like she just walked past by me but i knew her right away you know she's talking to someone and just in shock, I'm like, what do I do? You know, do I creepily <laughs> st- stalk her until I get her or do I, you know, I didn't know what to do. I was just frozen for like what felt like 20 minutes, but oh, it was yeah, literally you made a just a couple seconds.
1: I mean, you made a long trip just hoping, oh, maybe this will work out. And you're like, oh, wait, it's, it's, uh, it's right there. What do I do? I know and and, okay so what I decided to do I
2: followed her for a little bit and still in shock catching my breath I'm like you know Hannah real quiet (laughs) just quietly Hannah trying to build up my voice and I said it the third time she yeah she heard me the third time turned around looked at me with a big smile and says hi put her hand out shake my hand and I just said hi I'm Willis and she's like from Alaska I'm like yeah from Alaska oh
1: nice dude
2: yeah, so, um, so it was it was cool that she. As soon as I said my name, of course I did message her like the night before, and she at least had some notification I was coming. So, but she was excited to meet me, and I was excited to meet her. Then we walked in together for a little bit, and I had to split ways. I had to go get registered, and I was getting nervous again because I thought, oh no, we're splitting apart. It might take a while to find her. But fortunate for me, this gaming convention was not as popular as TwitchCon, so it wasn't nowhere near the amount. So when I finally got registered, it only took me like 10 minutes to find her, you know, thank God. I showed up, reintroduced myself because I didn't expect to like prematurely meet her like that in that sense. So come back wearing
1: wearing a suit wearing a suit and some axe body spray like hey (laughs) i'm willis from alaska (laughs) hey how you doing i don't always go to cons but when i go to cons hey (laughs) it's at the salt palace no
2: (laughs) 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 no but uh i I reintroduced myself because i felt it was really quick how we met and by accident so to say and after i reintroduced uh told her I had some gifts for her. I got some local souvenir gifts from Alaska, you know, because I thought, why not?
1: Um, hold on. Yeah, I, can, I can hear you, but we froze, but it's all good. All right. So anyway, um,
2: uh, I had a phone call. I had to decline that Lost month. My- okay. So I caught up with her. And I said, I got her gifts. I pulled them out. She was excited. I got her Alaskan t-shirt. It's like a green hippie moose with like, saying Alaska on it. And the one she actually liked though, is I got her ivory earrings, uh, made from uh, walrus tusks from a local native carver here. And she, they're in, they're in the shape of whales. And it's funny that, I joked with her. I says, now you can jokingly say, you know, pull a bad joke with your earrings because they're whales and call it the two whales diner. <laughs> it was such a bad joke, but I had to go with it, but she really liked it, which was funny. Cause she's like, Oh, are those beluga whales? And I'm like, no, they're humpback whales. But I also didn't want to tell her though, that we eat beluga whales up here. <laughs> I didn't want to crush her little heart, you know, with how innocent she is and, but it was, I don't know. It was, and after the earrings, I took the picture. Uh, I pulled out the guitar, you know, which I can show you too. I got it with me. Um, pulled out the guitar and I asked Hannah, you know, would you be able to sign my guitar? And she gasped, you know, in excitement and shock. And I'm like, what? And she's like, oh, no one's ever asked me to sign a guitar before. I'm like, oh, well, I'm the first. Look at that.
1: Dude, she's to the... vandalized someone's guitar. That's special right there.
2: <laughs> she was hesi- hesitant at first because it's a Martin. Martin, you know, is America's pride and joy for guitars. But for me, I said, hey, I, I want you to sign it. You know? And she's like, all right. Got a Gideon excited. And I re- recorded that, of course. You can look at my Twitter if you want to see that. Um, and after the signing, you know, um, Then I asked her, "Is there a chance I've always wanted to do it with you?" And she said yes so easily. I'm like, "Wow, this is all going the right ways so quickly, you know." And we did obstacles, and I was so nervous. That is where I really got nervous because as a musician, you're all calm until like you get on stage, and then the nerves kick in. It was that. It was that kind of nerves. But it was a fan. I shouldn't be nervous, but it's someone I wanted to meet for so long, and just how things were going so well. I was like in fear like on my way to utah i'm like oh what if a flight cancels and blah 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 just over analyzing because i only have a weekend to do this because it started storming in alaska before i left i'm like oh no i won't be able to go but it actually everything just went so right that weekend so we did obstacles and we did no rehearsing we went in cold turkey which thank god both of us knew the song you know yeah. but so after that then i started playing around the guitar and i actually started uh, playing one of her songs, Hollow Glow. She actually played it on your... Yeah, she played it. I yeah. saw the uh, that on the episode there where she played Hollow Glow. And I was actually just playing it to the part to where I didn't know it. And then I was going to ask her, how do you play this part? But as soon as I looked up, I didn't realize she was actually recording me and she put me on her Insta story. I'm like, oh, well, that's a surprise. <laughs> Not only did I get to meet them, get an autograph on a guitar, bring the rare gifts no one's brought her, but then I get to do a duet with her. And then now I'm on Insta story and I'm like, I'm saving that. And so I highlighted it on my Instagram. And after that, we just talked like a bunch of random things. You know, she she definitely is that shy introvert nature. I felt that when I met her. But um, as I kept talking, she felt more comfortable sharing more things, you know, because I guess it was helpful that I was talkative. But we talked about a bunch of random things. And then the next day, I hung out with her for a little bit again, too. And then she had a panel. She had a panel she was doing. Um, and I went to that, too. Then hung out a little bit more. And then that was that. And I was like, I was on cloud nine for like over two weeks and couldn't believe something like that happened. And finally, I'm kind of off the cloud, finally.
1: Uh dude that that sounds that's awesome. Hannah is so sweet. Dude, she she's so approachable and she's uh she's humble enough like she's not she's not disconnected from from everything, you know what I mean? Like she's very uh she's really cool, man. Like every time she's been on the podcast, we just hang out and have a good time and it doesn't it's not really an interview. We just we just kind of hang out, dude. She plays her songs and it's fun.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, and I got um I got some Signed posters from her. I also got some other stuff from the gaming convention. But I also did someone a favor. Um, someone in the same Twitch community as me that follows the same streamers. She wanted. She messaged me after she saw my post and was like, "Oh, it'd be so cool if I ever can meet Hannah one day." And I thought, "What if I get you a signed poster?" And I got her a signed poster. And
1: oh, sweet.
2: so here's here's mine uh, from Hannah. Yeah. I got two of them right here. And then here's one from the person that asked for it which by doing that I learned where she was from she's from Russia the neighboring country next to
1: me <laughs> <laughs> neighboring country
2: <laughs> no I'm serious like in Nome it's so close like you could take a small airplane there there's daily routes that go there each week to Russia really
1: yeah yeah so
2: um then I bought Hannah's hard copy of H- holocaust cause she had leftovers
1: oh dude you're right looking at a map right here I never realized <laughs> Yeah, no, it's yeah, we're right next to Russia. We
2: get all the jokes of oh, yeah, Russia's there. You can see them on a clear day. Which there's a little island just outside of Nome, there's a couple little islands, but when you're out there on the islands on a clear day, you can see Russia, you know.
1: Oh, wow, dude, that's neat. All right, so yeah,
2: got my little hard copy sign CD from her. Yeah, and I still carry the I still carry this. This is our first interaction with fan mill. It's a really cheesy postcard. That says, "Baby, please don't go." Um, but no, she really is that sweet person that I guess that we all imagined her to be.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally.
2: I, I totally agree with that. And here's the uh, here's the guitar. With I don't know if you can see it.
0: I'll Pull it out here. Uh, right
1: there. tell right on the guitar, guys. Yeah, she she kept geeking out. I was like,
0: "Oh, it's so pretty, so pretty. I don't want nice to like That's a nice guitar, man. It's
2: I call it my double signature guitar because it's actually an Ed Sheeran signature model. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. And now with her autograph on there, I'm like, hey, it's a double signature.
1: <laughs> I it's got it's got a it. uh, value. I just learned who that guy is. I've heard his name a bunch, and I know he did songs with Eminem. He's but... still there. Yeah, I'm still here. Like, can you can you not hear me? You kind of went all robotic there for a moment. Oh you went robotic i guess we both did you yeah. went all
2: glitchy twitchy and oh
1: shit i didn't hear, i, didn't, I oh. didn't see it on this end so it's all good
2: yeah yeah it's uh, oh no okay yeah it says poor connection all right i can hear you now
1: yeah um, so i was saying i just learned who who ed shared Sher- Sher- sharon 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 is from that movie yesterday have you seen yesterday no, I'd like to though. I know I saw the trailer with him in there, yeah, but he's yeah. He's a lot. So, I kind of I was like, "Oh, I kind of dig this guy." I just listened to his new album. It's like collaborations. There's an Eminem and 50 Cent song on there. It's pretty cool. he That is
2: that's is actually such a cool project that he got to collab with all his idols that he's cherished over the years since he was a kid, you know, for mm-hmm. some of them, especially with uh 50 Cent and Eminem, cuz those guys were a big part of his influence to why he raps he adds rap to his music and i actually went to an ed sheeran concert which is pretty cool
1: that sounds like fun dude
2: you yeah going to those it was at the Seahawks stadium you can go deaf going to that stadium it's really noisy i just learned through going to two stadium concerts there ed sheeran and taylor swift and you go deaf when you like after those concerts if you don't have earplugs. Yeah, I'm serious. Like after that concert, you got that hollow ring in your ear and it goes oh, yeah, like for that sure. for a couple hours because uh, all, especially all the we sat by all the teenage girls. Me and my friends said,
0: ah. "Oh <laughs> you, yeah, They're
2: louder than the music." I, I louder than the speakers that they paid millions of dollars to project into that stadium. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I haven't really been to a concert in a long time. So we just did this Wu Tang concert a couple weeks ago and that was that was fucking fun, man. But this is all bass you're like what's going on i can't hear the words
2: you know that's i never experienced heavy bass until i went to taylor swift's concert because her reputation album um uh ready for it the the intro to the album you know are you ready and holy cow man that's just that your whole body's
1: just like shaking I do like Taylor Swift's 1989 album. I'll give her that. I really like that no. album.
2: Yeah, you know, I do. I like him too. I, at first, it was an adjustment for me to, from a country girl with light light elements of pop, to going pop savvy in her music, yeah. and and that was an adjustment when she went to 1989. I'm like, when I first heard on the radio, and you know, on the radio, and they'll say what the artist was after the song was done playing. I'm like, that's not Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, and it took it took me yeah. a while to adapt, but she's a pop queen now. Yeah, I mean, going from like teardrops on my guitar, it's way different. And right. you look happy.
2: <laughs> to that, to that, it's went from innocent to like diva.
1: Yeah, and I was like, <clears throat> Whoa, "What was that? where was she coming? She was talking. Came out with a song, right? Is it on Rip? You need to, you need to calm down. That one, something like that. I know she's like talking some shit. It's very, uh, it's very aggressive. <laughs> it's, it's
2: very, uh. Badgering towards uh, other people now, but it's it's like a I
1: don't know what do you call it, social media war or something. Well, she the bigger you get, man, the more attention you get, and the more attention you get, the more haters you get. <laughs> you might have ten million people that love you, but then you got these ten thousand people that hate you and they want to be so vocal about it it just ruins your mood man i could never imagine being that that popular
2: you know i love i love playing music as a guitarist and a singer and all that but i can never imagine myself because people are like oh you can go big and i'm like nah, i don't want to deal with that kind of a reputation i don't want to go i want to be able to go outside go to the store and kind of just like say hi to people without being like surrounded by people i can't imagine that
1: yeah, I can't even take a shit in the bathroom without someone standing by it. With a camera, I was like, oh, yeah, Ed Sheeran over here taking a dump. No. Dude, for real, man. <laughs> you just you know, you, you can't even go out. You have to reserve, like, whole areas of restaurants. Just It's like, it's like people know your box. cholesterol level before you do for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, dude. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a certain amount. Like, everybody wants to be kind of famous and make the money. I mean, but... There's a lot of stress that comes with that kind of stuff, man. And everyone treats you differently. Everyone will treat you differently. People will overly like you and they don't even know you. And you know why it's because you're, you're popular. It's like. You're not even of this
2: world, whether it's something to like or something to hate. You're above human standards, but then they try and bring you down to human standards. It's like that.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, you're too good for us? Like, no, I'm trying to walk from here to that restaurant, and I've been stopped eight times. You're the eighth person. That I'm not, It's not that I'm too good to stop and talk to you, but you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you think uh, of a, a Taylor Swift in that Cats movie? Have you seen the trailer for it?
2: I seen the trailer. Yes. Oh my god, um, creepy
1: ass shit, dude. I don't know if I want anything to do with that movie. <laughs> now
2: there is one cool cat that I think she adopted. If you look at the uh, the 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 collaboration thing she did with Brendan Urie, me, mm-hmm. the, that single. Now, if you look at the backstory behind the scenes of that music video, the the cat, the little kitten in that, was the coolest looking eyes and just a really cool fur color pattern. She adopted that cat. It was a stray cat. Hmm. I think that's cool, but this cat's my bay. I'm a Swifty fan, but I don't know about that movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, it looks creepy. I don't want to be attracted to a fucking animal. I just don't, you know? Uh, that that just is pushing it onto
2: anime stuff right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it gets it looks kinda weird. I really want to see Lion King. I haven't seen that. I think I'm gonna go tomorrow. You know, I heard something about – because all these Disney remakes
2: in um, – with how they're remaking it, supposedly they're saying Will Smith's biggest salary of all his movies is from the Aladdin
1: remake. Oh, dude, Aladdin – I liked Aladdin. I thought it was actually fantastic. I
2: haven't seen it yet. See, the problem with uh, movies here – now, south-central part of Alaska, things – when you when you see on TV now playing, it's now playing. But where I'm at in Nome, when it says now playing, you have to wait another month. And by then you're trying not to look at spoilers
1: online. You're like, uh, oh, well, at least the lot you know the spo- You know most of the spoilers already. Exactly, it's ruined. It's like you try. You gotta connect to your friends on social media,
2: but they're the ones that seeing it and they're sharing. It. It's like, oh, you guys are douches.
1: Yeah, I thought, he, dude, Will Smith. When we first started seeing pictures of him like a year ago, wherever it was, he looked goofy. It looked stupid. But when you watch the movie, you don't think about it. It's just he does a great job. Is he? Is he? Is, is you know. Is he a, a Williams? He's not a Williams, but he's good doing his own thing. Oh man, I, like
2: Robin Williams, the voiceover yeah. part of it, yeah, because of the character differences that they brought. Yeah, Will Smith to me just it seemed like he had more swag and kind of like a kind of a cocky type attitude. Oh
1: yeah, kind of. for sure, yeah. Right, it works,
2: and I I do like him for all his movies. I just never imagined him uh, being in Aladdin.
1: No, nobody did. That's why they're like, nobody oh, the did. Fuck? Like, what is going on with this picture? Like, who is this guy? Oh, we all know Will Smith, but who, what, what's going on? And then I thought the same thing. I, I let people talk their shit. I didn't really interact with it. I saw the movie, anyways. And when, when you're watching a movie, you do not think about that. He just does it a good job. He's fun. He's entertaining. It keeps it going. Right. But if you want to be those people going there and go, this is not Robin Williams. It doesn't work. Well, if you're, you're already upset going into the movie. You're not going to be happy. Stay at home.
2: Yeah. You know, I've actually, I've become more open-minded as I'm getting older uh, about those things. It's, I mean, let's look at it this way. So many people have done Beatle covers of their music. So many people have done Elvis Presley. So many people have done Simon and Garfunkel and or you know doing all these remakes of like um footloose and the sad truth is you will never top an original because it's introduced to the world to me when i try to watch out in my head i'll be like okay i obviously don't like this but i'll still give it a chance you know i won't be so hateful on it just because it's not elvis you know being so to say doing his music so but i'm more open-minded about that than i used to be yeah. i used to be one of those people who was like
1: screw this you know Well, it's hard to – there's a weird line, right, because we got the original Credence Clearwater with John Fogarty. John Fogarty, whatever, had his issues. He left. My uncle took John Fogarty's spot. So John Fogarty was only a part of Credence for a couple years. My uncle was a part of Credence for 22 years. So would that make him – uh, covering it, or would that mean? I mean, does he was with? He's with half the original band still, right? Some of the other guys left, so that that's a weird uh, ground, right? So he's kind of like he's covering John Fogarty because he's singing his lyrics, he's singing his sort of cadences. Or songs. like
2: um, or like Journey, the lead singer yeah, Steve Journey, Perry's yeah, not yeah. with them. Yeah, so now yeah, well, Metallica had some bandmates change, but it wasn't like the main face of the band though. Yeah. It was um. Yeah, but no, I just, uh, yeah, I'm open-minded about that these days compared to what some people do.
1: Yeah, he, uh, my uncle played with, um, um ah, shit, Paul McCartney at Super Bowl 20, 2002, 2003, I forgot what year it was, but now, now he's actually do- doing, he's taking it easier, he's not doing that rock and roll life, he's taking it easier and he's actually covering Beatles songs, <laughs> which is kind of weird. So that's that'll be neat. Hmm. Yeah, man. So what's going on with you, other other than all this? What's your next trip to the down here? Actually, um, I'm getting ready for PAX West next
2: month. I'm going to catch up with Day. Do a follow up with uh, Diane. Um, I had such a great time meeting them last year because they were the first like legitimate actors I met, so to say. Because a lot of actors I've known were like extras and something and. And I've never met any actor that's been like in a legitimate role in something. And when I went to go meet the, the, the actors last year at TwitchCon, because it was my first time, I was just going through the thought process of are they the stereotypical actors that people think about like they're assholes or jerks or something? But they weren't. They were really nice, normal people, and they let me hang out with them the whole weekend, which is cool. So I and they like me, and you know I'm. I'm pretty well known in their communities now. So I thought because I made such a cool bond and a connection, I want to keep it. So I'm all about connecting and reaching out to people, which actually I just spoke to someone like at five o'clock this morning from, from, uh, the Philippines. So like, yeah, I'm all about connecting with people. So I like following up. I try to keep a connection to people I like, and I'm looking forward to catching up with Dave. And I'm actually going to have her sign this guitar, too, that I just had Hannah sign, because that's oh, what I cool. wanted to do last year, but I chickened out on doing it. So, yeah, I'll show up with her merch and say, hey, sign my guitar. No,
1: Sign the shirt, for sure. <laughs> maybe,
2: we'll maybe yeah, maybe uh, maybe I'll have her do obstacles with me, too. You know, I'll have her do obstacles with me as well. She kind of knows a song.
1: Yeah, Day, Day's awesome, man. I had fun with her, too. You have a Switch in the back. Did I see a Switch back there? Nintendo Switch? Yeah, uh, right there. The same, yeah, I got the same. I got,
2: a, I got a, a limited edition Destiny uh, PS4, and I got the uh i can't see it it's the a wii u still? the wii u yeah yeah <laughs> you know it's funny it's what's what actually pisses me off in a way about technology is how fast something new comes out i literally just had the wii u for like six months and then i saw a trailer for the switch and i'm like oh you're kidding me because <laughs> yeah. i got it so late and i'm like what the heck is this world coming to everything's coming so quick like i just got the iphone 7 i finished my two-year contract with the the, the the dealer and literally not even before my
1: contract is up
2: oh here's the iphone 10 or 8 and then the 10 i'm like just like that you serious
1: wow yeah, dude, shit moves fast man at least going forward i mean i'm expecting xbox and ps4 uh xbox and playstation to just continue your libraries you know what i mean so you buy games now at least you don't have to You know, you you can keep going, you know, you don't have to go, here's a PS5, buy all new games. You're like, damn it, you know, fuck. And you don't want to keep 18 (laughs) consoles plugged into your TV because you want to play all your games. Right, right. And I guess
2: the PS5 is coming out, but maybe next year it sounds like. But um, I guess there's a a, a topic going on that PS5 might be Sony's last console or something Mm. with how... (laughs)
1: I don't think that would be true. Maybe. I mean, you think it'll just be a bunch of half steps after that. Here's the pro version. Here's the pro version two. Here's the pro pro version.
2: (laughs) Yeah, or you don't even need a smartphone. It's all on a little tablet now. Yeah, everything's gonna go. I mean, eventually that's actually one thing I love about the Switch is is you go from a Blu-ray disc to back to back to an SD card. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. and that's how portal because i play it on the jet when i do those long flights and yeah i usually get stuck sitting next to kids strangely enough on the jet and they're like oh i was just looking at my switch because they're kids and it's technology like oh so cool you know and um but no it's really cool when you
1: think about the kind of game you could take with you anywhere and play it's amazing Right, you could be playing Skyrim, dude, hundreds and hundreds of hours for this game, and it, it looks cool, and you're playing it right there, and it's fucking bright and colorful, and it's in the palm of your hands. That's rad, dude. You know what's actually funny, though, about the Switch is
2: it's meant to be portable, you know, go anywhere. I don't use it as much as it should be used, portable. I just play it on my TV behind me, and I'll play it on tablet mode to offset my back, you know, <laughs> to keep playing, and i was just talking to my friend about this who's also a switch player and we both are like dude this is so sad we don't like go anywhere with our switch or use all its features we just play it on our freaking tv yeah
1: i do i do the same i've only done it a couple times where i played in handheld but i have a dock in my living room i have a dock in my room and i just take it with me instead of sit laying in bed playing it in my hands i have a dock i just plug it in there
2: yeah, you know, I just noticed you have a DC shoe shirt. I used to love wearing the shoes and the shirts and all that back in school. Like, I was a big believer of that stuff. And uh, I even tried skating because, you know, the game to play at the time was Tony Hawk Pro Skater, that era. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and when GameCube came out, I was just in love with that game, you know, when and uh my favorite skater is rodney mullen i was big into like street skating i never was good at it like i just got to the point where i can kick flip and then i'll have my dog pull me on a skateboard so i can give my dog an exercise and that's, <laughs> that's about all i did because we don't have much concrete in Nome where i live it's and the the shit thing about the roads here is there's rocks everywhere so you always get a rock in your truck and you flip and crash so it's not like it's not worth having skateboards here but i only get to the point of a kick flip and i'm like i'm done that's all yeah, I could do. I
1: used to skate a lot when I was younger. There was a right then a high school going it going out of high school, um, but I broke my foot. I just was rolling down the street, did a get a, did a shove it. Not even anything crazy, but the the board turn. I landed on it sideways and just broke my foot, man. And that was it. I was done. That that pain. I was done. Oh. I broke I broke three bones in my foot, and I was done. I was like, I
2: don't oh realize. yeah, I you know I've. I've hurt myself on a skateboard, but I've never broken bones like my, I had a chocolate lab growing up through school and to give her a good exercise, I let her pull me on the skateboard cause she's really strong. She's not fast, but she's strong and she'd pull me and she was chasing my aunt's car, barking at it as dogs do. And I, my, the truck of my skateboard hit a rock and I literally endoed and just started rolling on pavement and just scrape scrapes and cuts all over my arms oh, yeah. and shoulders. And I you know, like cussing. I was starting a fucking dog, all pissed off, and I and my dog was still chasing my aunt's car, so I had to run after it for like a mile. <laughs> yeah. Have, after, after that, no, I'm
1: like. Right. After that, I'm like, no more skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, I I got hurt too many times. Yeah, invest She's in a scooter game. instead. Yeah, a razor scooter. Yeah. scooter. Yeah. Oh yeah, razor scooters. I don't know, man. Those well, the wheels remember, are, those are tiny, man. It's same. You could get hurt just as just as badly, I think.
2: I don't know. uh, For some reason, oddly enough, I felt more secure on a scooter than I did on the skateboard. I guess because you had something to lean on with your arms for balance.
1: Yeah, I I can see that. Yeah,
2: but still, when you hit a rock, dude, you're just screwed either way.
1: Yeah, skateboard just going. I just, you just, dude. I've fallen so many times just going down the street. You just hit a little pebble and just it stops your wheels. Oh man, dude. Yeah, you know another thing I start
2: getting into is. uh and this is one thing i talked about with hannah i think this is like the most because amongst many things we talked about i think the favorite thing i talked about is why she inspired me because once i because i watched a lot of her interviews including you know through your podcast to kind of get an idea maybe what she's like and i actually it seemed like my background is a lot similar to hers. i was the shy introvert kid you know i wasn't popular in school um both her and i didn't start playing guitar until after high school but my early years of playing guitar i was such a little chicken getting up there on stage and i was actually like as far as playing guitar i learned quite quick as anything hands-on i learned quick you know and my music teacher my guitar teacher at the time he had to badger me so many times like one point he got to the point where like dude if you don't stop sandbagging if you don't get up there you're not going to be my student anymore. I'm like, whoa, he was serious about me, like being a chicken shit, getting up there and playing. So that's how bad I was, but you won't, you couldn't tell now, but you know, I, t- I talked to Hannah about these things. I said, that's why he inspired me. I think, cause we have a lot of similar background and to see what you're able to do and reach out to people. I find that inspiring. And I, I actually felt because of her and a couple other musicians I look up to as well. Um, that I started doing more too. Like now, I plan the local radio station here. Like I'll record my own originals on there and let it air out or air here.
1: Oh, dude, sweet. Yeah. Was that awesome? The first time you got to hear it.
2: You know, I'll say one thing is, no matter how good you get, you're always gonna cringe hearing yourself perform. Yeah. I
1: can't. Listen. I can't re-listen to my podcast, man. Even editing uh, stuff, I'm like. I'm like, let me get through this. I'll start thinking of all the shit I could done differently, sounded differently. It can, Anything can always be better, but there's got to be a point where you're okay with it and you move to the next thing. That That is
2: true because one thing I'm doing right now um, uh, is I joined a guitar competition on Instagram. Uh, there's a YouTuber I follow named Guitar Goddess and she does tutorials and covers and she does vlogs and she I really like I really like her you know she seems like a heartwarming person and so anyway, I started joining this competition. I didn't really know what to expect you know, I do feel bad joining it in a way because I'm not a beginner player, and I'll just say there's a lot of beginners on there, and I'm like, boys, this was competition on skill, this should be no contest but but thankfully, she specified this is about reaching out to people I'm like, oh well. Okay, they're they're spared. So I'll just—that was my intention anyway to do this, was to reach out to people, other guitarists out there. Maybe I can help them. And that's just one thing I've been like busy with. But doing this though is make me like like binging on my phone like three hundred times more because, like, you, know, you feel like a typical teenager looking on your phone all the time. Yeah, you, you ever catch yourself doing that since you do these podcasts and you reach out to people and it's part of what you
1: have to do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm addicted to my phone. I'm not even gonna deny it or sugarcoat it. I am addicted. I'll be on there for signs for way too long, and I'm like, what the fuck am I looking for? I'm. I have no notifications to look at. I've already looked at those. I'll just be on there scrolling, yeah. and you go and like, I'm just. uh stop! Stop! Happens all the time, man. Right. So um, yeah, just that happens. I'm
2: like, I just spent three hours. Do I spent literally? Because I've been up since four, you know, and. I spent roughly close to five hours straight on my phone, on my Instagram, only for that 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 thing I'm doing. And I, I just thought about it before this you know this session here. I'm like, man, I was on my phone a lot this last week. It's yeah. like every day when I'm not at work, I'm on my phone or playing games.
1: Um, what are some games you play? Uh, right now, I'm playing Bloodstained: Ritual of Night. On Xbox. Uh, I just played the Gears 5 tech de- test, which is just multiplayer shit. Are you, are you into Gears of War? Oh, you don't have Xbox, huh? I used to. I The only
2: games I was a big fan of when I had Microsoft products was Halo and Gears of War and Call of Duty. Anything outside of that. The only thing I did have an Xbox 4 for a while is when the publisher Rare um the game rare replay it has all the old games from like Mm -hmm. the 80s and 90s and early 2000 all on one disc i got that because of a specific few games i used to play a lot when rare used to be with nintendo back in the day and i actually got the xbox one at the time just for that you know and i thought well i used to be a big xbox player back in the day when halo was big and live and doing xbox live As time went on, I just played more PlayStation-exclusive games, and I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do with this Xbox. It's just collecting dust, so I sold it.
1: Man. Man. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, this is going to sound like blasphemy, but I have not played Life is Strange 2. (laughs) I haven't even started it yet. I don't know why. I think I'm waiting for all of it to be out
2: yeah it, it is a long wait to do that um because it's all five episodes are taken literally over a year to release and yeah I, I kept up with every episode to me it's it's like what we we're just talking about before with music and remakes i like it but i like the first one a lot more yeah, um
1: first one had I, a,
2: lot, a lot of great topics I, it did it had a lot of great topics and um I so wish they would have continued the Max and Chloe thing, you know, to see or what depending on what choice he made, which is funny. They still they still link the second one based on some of those choices, but it would have been cool just to keep the characters, which, by the way, I've actually been down up and down the Oregon coast a couple of times because I was curious if Arcadia Bay was an actual town. I expected it to not be, but I wanted to see it for myself. And it's actually a combination of a couple of towns all along each other along the coast. Because there's one town there that looks just like the structure of the ga- in the game, but it does not have the lighthouse. But the town before that has the lighthouse. And then there's like another town that has another structure of, I can't remember exactly what, but it's like a combination of a couple of towns to, like, that they base that off of.
1: Yeah, Oregon is beautiful, man. I love love Oregon I've been up there a couple times when I was younger it's been a long time I got a friend that lives over there and man I, I just very green man very green right I know, I actually
2: never seen so much weed until I went to Oregon <laughs> <laughs> all the all the all the uh, the stores you could see every corner that blue mill because I mean we we got that in Alaska but it's um, it's like one of the last few places to open up you know stores since weed is legalized. Oh, We're
1: legal here in California, and in Fresno, we don't have stores like that around. We don't have it.
2: I guess they want the, the, the sensation of it still feeling somewhat illegal if it's not at a public store. You just got to sneak and do a backdoor deal.
1: Yeah, yeah, you had, you had, fishy yeah. fishy doing it. There's people who will deliver, but you need a, a medical card, which medical cards are so easy to get, but um, I it's don't It's not for me. That shit will freak me out, dude. I'll just... Ah oh, man i can't do it <laughs>
2: um i actually if you don't mind i need to switch back to my airpods because my phone's like on five percent so i need to plug it to the charger and then i can go to the airpods see if that'd help any to keep from the echo thing you spoke of
1: okay yeah we're gonna yeah. probably wrap this up here in a minute so okay right, we could probably do that
2: too the- yeah yeah Oh, wow. I just realized, yeah, we did it over an hour. It just feels like we just started. <laughs> <laughs> that's how podcast always goes, man. Yeah. Time flies when you're having a lot of
1: fun. dude. Oh, sure. man,
2: why didn't I do that before? I have a music stand to put this on. That was so much easier than holding the phone this whole time.
1: Jeez, man. Jeez, rookie! Rookie!
2: You know, this is actually my second time doing a podcast. Not oh, yeah. like an interview. Uh, well, the first one was an interview. Then I actually got to try be a part of the crew, but um problem i bumped into was it couldn't be a long term for me because um you know just the time it takes to do these things and i was busy doing music a full-time job i work out in the gym a couple days a week and started songwriting so you know and it's like i just told the guys sorry guys i want to keep doing it i just can't it's just so time consistent so i i definitely have um what do you call it uh what's the word i'm thinking of respect i guess for you guys that do these because it takes time and what i do for the twitch streamers i follow is i'm big at making compilation videos and gifs and like just catching all kinds of highlights and sometimes i take up a lot of time doing that and i thought Man, I can't. I, I can't do all of it. It's just too much for me to take. Like I've made half an hour compilation videos. That stuff takes forever to do. I oh,
1: imagine, dude. <laughs> you you know, song. imagine. Speaking of songwriting, you got any songs you want to play?
2: Yeah, let me check my phone battery. All right, four percent. We got this. We got oh, we this. We got this, man. All right, I always cringe playing with earphones because I can't hear how loud I'm projecting. Oh yeah, just I, take, I always take one out, maybe. Yeah, I always think I have to sing louder than I am or speak louder than I am. I can't tell until I go back and hear myself. All right. I'll do the my double signature Hannah Tell guitar here. Yeah. Just for the sake of us being fans here. My other guitar that you heard me play before we started was actually my other Martin. I got two Martins. That one is a more higher quality one. That's It's an expensive guitar. <laughs> That's one of those things you pay, like, $2,500 for. Damn. All right. I'm used to playing with AirPods. I'm just debating which one should I play. I'll, I'll play the one I just I just wrote. It's not, like, complete-complete, but it's complete enough to play it. So it's, um... Uh, I don't remember the title, because I literally just finished
0: this. How's the volume?
1: Yeah, sounds good.
0: All right. As the day awakens and the night fades the clock resets the mind refreshed and the heart changed new adventure begins as time continues The same problem repeats. What am I supposed to do when everything else goes wrong? Do I quit or do I get back up and try again?
1: I'll just give you a demo, dude. Some of the some of the notes you hit when I was listening, I felt like I heard someone singing with you in the background. Like the way the notes would were to complement your your words. Yeah, that was, that was cool, right. man. That's good. I, I I really I really respect people who can play guitar. I do. I wish I could, and I probably could. I just don't want to take the time to do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's. When I first started, it's, it's literally your your foundation years are your most important. And you literally have to binge like it's your life to, to develop any muscle memory on it. And yeah, But nowadays, it's so second nature to play it. I don't think about that. So it's something new for me. And my musical journey is songwriting. But um, yeah, that's one of the songs. I can't remember the title for the worst time to think of one.
1: <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Are uh, you ready to get to the wrap up? Yes. Let's get to the wrap-up. Yo, hey, Freeman. Yo, what's up, Iams? Dude, what's left to do? I'm in. Wrap, it up, wrap, it up, wrap it up, son.
2: All right. So you can follow me on my Facebook, which is uh, Willis Pate uh, IV. Uh, my Twitter and Instagram are both the same. Uh, WP or WPATE IV and that's where you find me if you want to see some covers I did or post some of my originals on there on my Instagram that's where you'd find it or if you want to see the little duet I did with
1: Hannah uh, you can see it on my Twitter so there you go yeah you gotta repost that man you gotta re-retweet uh, re- it I, I you know what people don't know of that unless you have me on Facebook because Twitter and
2: Instagram both only post up to a minute and you didn't see the last part of the video that's actually what, you know, the whole video. It was actually, it's one of those, those blooper moments, you know, get messed up towards the end. But you'll just see how much fun we had. But it was, it was a lot of fun. But I just, I'm just not realizing people didn't get to see that.
1: That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I think you could do three minutes on Twitter. You upload it. I, they stopped me at one for some reason. Yeah, I think if you take the video and then you upload it to Twitter, I think you could do longer right i think but it, you can only record on to i don't know i'm pretty sure there's a way to do longer but it, yeah. i know when you link your youtube account to you can put whatever the hell longer yeah. time you want that's awesome man i appreciate you coming on the podcast man it's cool to meet you and and go learn about how different it is in alaska <laughs> there's no game stops and best buys right there <laughs> right <laughs> your house, man. It freaks me out there's no walmart's right there man you don't have seven yeah walmarts. that's crazy
2: you know, I, I could probably teach you a native word.
1: Oh,
2: You Want to learn a native word?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll teach you. I, I didn't learn much of it. I just know a few words. Um, so the basic one you hear up here is it's called Koyana. Koyana. Yeah, but you, you make the sound in your koyana. throat like you got po-
1: yeah, yeah Yeah, like you got koyana. popcorn, Koyana. That means thank you. <laughs> koyana. <laughs> Someone's like, what? I think I'm hawking loogies at him. clan
2: <laughs> And the other one, the other one is, uh, usik. Uh, unfortunately, I learned some bad words. That's, <laughs> one's that's,
1: that? uh, it, it, means walrus dick. Oh, so, Koyana for your Usuk. 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 Yeah, exactly. Ooh, like ooh, then suck. Ooh, suck. Ooh, suck.
2: And funny enough, Diane, uh, Day's boyfriend, uh, Tony, uh, when I met them last year, I was teaching him all these words, and that was his favorite one. He loves using that word on stream. Oh, <laughs> and that's, that's the awesome. thing about ooh, sucks is, you know how they make a cane out of, like, a, bull, a bull's penis? They do the same thing with a walrus.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: so... Wow. it's uh it's a funny joke that i passed on to tony now he just he loves it. it's his favorite one
1: well everybody Koyana for Koyana listening for listening yeah to the podcast man I really hey, you can use it. that hey you can use that on
2: hannah i taught hannah that word so you Koyana. both can say Koyana. have your own little alaska hey, moment Koyana.
1: There. Koyana for being here uh yeah NSL. yeah that's awesome yeah, yeah. and she'd be, she'd be
0: like oh i heard that somewhere
1: you guys find me on uh, Twitter at awkward underscore podcast. Uh, I have a personal Twitter at me I need to go over there and surf over there and check it, check it out. It's been a while since I'm, I'm at 1%. Make this quick. Oh, shit. You guys, listen to my podcast, all that stuff. Uh, podcast at gmail.com. Leave me a voicemail, 510 Thank you. Woo. As Gidget would
2: say.
0: Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Hey, it's the S to the the M. Hell to the issa, in the house to drop your,
2: <sniffs>
1: listen, with glee, backward cock flask, merrily sock, telling cat, destiny doctor down cow, callously squandered lamb, brother. heavenly slaughtered broadcast, it's the horribly awkward podcast. Oh <laughs> hmm. uh, fuck well, it man, let's, uh, let's just jump right into it. All right, Pat. I, Pat. See, I'm, I'm a little confused. I'm a little confused. Willis, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> no, yeah. Hell, I'm, tell I'm, me, I'm about the first one who's podcast. ever done that. Right? I'm the first one who's ever said, "What you talking about, Willis?" Uh, I, you know, um, no. <laughs> All right. Oh
0: yeah, that's a horribly awkward show. <laughs>